Hey guys, Alexa here, and you're listening to my podcast, This Is Life Unfiltered. Thank you for sticking by the podcast through now two plus years. We're into 2020. This is the first episode back. That's just me talking. Last week, Julie was on, and so much has happened and changed over the past, I don't know, even six months. So I just wanted to sit down and kind of talk with you guys, talk about what's going on in my life and what's changing, as well as what I've been hearing from many of you. So before I get into the podcast, make sure you're following myself on social media at at Alexa underscore Curtis, as well as the podcast, which is at T-I-L-U podcast. And after every episode, I post it directly on my site. So you can go to lifeunfilteredwithalexa.com and you can listen to all past episodes there if you don't have access to our other streaming platforms. So A lot has been going on. You guys know, probably if you follow me on social media or just in general, that the next summit is April 1st at UCAL Berkeley. And this is such a production to put on. Like, I love feeling so hyped up about it and like every day having so much to do, but it's really overwhelming. So I wanted to make the concept of this episode about shifting your mindset because last year I had a lot of highs and lows. And those are always interesting for me because sometimes the lows get so low where I end up really depressed and just anxious and I can't work. And sometimes the highs are obviously so, so high that it's kind of this ethereal feeling. I don't know if any of you struggle with anxiety or depression, but if you do, then you probably know what I'm talking about. And so I really made a general point to try and make my mindset a little bit more clear in 2020. I don't make resolutions. I only make goals. I'm not a fan of making New Year's resolutions for the number one reason being that I don't like if I can't reach something. And if I was like, my resolution is to lose 20 pounds or my resolution is to get a boyfriend. And then like, if I didn't do it, I feel really like kind of angry. And so I like to keep the door open just by making goals. Like my goal for this year is to get another show. My goal for this year is to not dent my car anymore. And these are very attainable goals that I feel like I can achieve. And if I can't, then I'll achieve it in some other way. I've been getting a lot of messages and just talking to so many of you guys about the struggles behind really trying to figure out your purpose and trying to get your dream job. And that's one of the key elements that I want to bring into the 2020 Summit at Berkeley is just navigating you through that process and just through these key phases of your life. Right now, I feel like I'm I guess finally at a level where I'm really running a startup, like I'm learning so much. I have like business credit cards and all of this kind of stuff that come with being a business owner. And I've been doing this for so many years now. So the fact that I finally now really feel like I'm running a company, I'm not just a blogger who can like do anything all the time. Not that I ever felt like I was like that, but you know, I didn't really necessarily felt like I had a product besides myself. And especially now with the summit, I obviously have a product and like a mass appeal to many new people who I'm so lucky to, um, you know, have come in contact with or who are now following my work because of that, but it just takes it to a new level. So last year, you guys have probably figured it out already. Obviously I had a show and I'm not legally allowed to talk about, you know, what happened, but in Hollywood, things just change, contracts, and and that's really what happened for me. And so towards the end of last year, when my contract ended and I didn't necessarily 
choose to stay another year. I got into a really negative mindset with myself for some months with just excessive amounts of rejection, like that show ending, really not knowing when the next summit would be. Then the holidays came and I hate the holidays because it's so slow and I get so bored and I get anxious and maybe you guys can relate being home with your family. For me, it's just my parents and I love them to death, don't get me wrong. But when I feel like I'm stuck at home with them and I just get really trapped and when I go back to where I'm from and it's such a small town and it's kind of like everyone knows everyone and I had this group of friends that I no longer have and so I just get into this really negative mindset about it almost feels like... Like sometimes um, I'm back there and then I just have sometimes, I don't know, bad memories, like an ex-boyfriend, not bad memories, but just like memories that I don't know that I wish I had. And I only really have them when I'm there. So I finally left. I went to Miami for New Year's, but now I'm back in LA and I feel like everything's picking back up. I'm really waiting on some of these meetings that I've had that were really beneficial last year to get another show. And it's kind of just this waiting game. But I think somehow over the past few weeks, I've managed to really shift my mindset. And a few of my friends have even acknowledged the fact that I seem, you know, really happy. And I think the reason is because I've gotten to a place where I guess for so many years of having so much rejection, of having so many no's and just confusion about like where my career would lead to then getting this show, to then it ending, to now being in the door with a lot of other production companies and producers and having these awesome meetings. That one yes that I got from Radio Disney that I had waited so many years for, I got I got that yes. So it's not like it's not going to come again. I just have to fill my time. And this is my advice with you guys with figuring out what you're really good at with doing what you love. And then if you are like me and you're waiting for that one big yes, you're waiting for whatever that huge job opportunity, even though I'm an entrepreneur, I would, I'm still now waiting for someone else to give me another shot. You're going to get it. But if you focus too much on that and then you get frustrated that it hasn't happened, it's not your time yet. And it all comes down. All you really have to do is simply shift your mindset. So when you're so stressed about not knowing what's going to happen or that frustration, stop letting yourself even trail off into that frustration. I think maybe it also has something to do with therapy. I actually haven't gone to therapy in a really long time. I actually stopped seeing my therapist just because she was so busy and it was over Skype. And I haven't gone to therapy in a long time. And it's been kind of like really weird for me because I was always going. But that was something that I really learned in therapy is that mindset shift. And when I had constant negative thoughts coming into my mind, like you're going to fail, you're not going to be successful. And I just would stop myself. Like I didn't even let my head progress with that thought process. And that's what I've really tried to do this year. And I'm making a goal to do is whenever my head goes down that negative spiral, I just stop it. And I say, you're doing completely fine. This is where you're meant to be. And what's meant to happen will happen because that's what it's cliche, but that's what the part of the world is, is the adventure of not necessarily knowing um, what's going to happen next. What I started doing is I have a little piece of paper and every morning when I wake up and I try and meditate if I can every morning and I use Headspace, I do it for 10 minutes. If I'm really anxious, I'll do it for 15 minutes. But I have a little piece of paper that just says you're going to be successful. You're going to be really wealthy one day. 
um, like you're where you're meant to be. And after my 10 or 15 minute meditation, I'll just completely breathe. I turn my phone off for this. I'll breathe and I'll say those three affirmations, I guess, one after another. And that has kind of convinced me. It's like if you look in the mirror every day and you say, I'm so beautiful, I'm so beautiful, I'm so beautiful. Scientifically, you're probably going to start to believe it because you've said it so many times. So because I keep saying those affirmations to myself, after I meditate, I find that it's best to do it in the morning. I feel like I can get through then those moments of weakness. And look, we all have those moments of weakness. I have them all of the time. And and I've just realized that those moments of weakness, I just have to take a step back and breathe. And it can be really hard to do that sometimes because we're all going so quick and so focused on the amount of things that we have to go around us. But it's kind of like, what is the point of all of this if you're not happy, if you're not enjoying the ride? Like if you are at the beginning of your career right now, you are that starving artist, you are so broke and you are so happy, then I applaud you because it is so hard to do things on your own. It is so hard to be young and try and be financially independent and you have so many new responsibilities and obstacles. But I have met so many of you who are so powerful and so courageous and are just not willing to take no for an answer. And that is an incredible, incredible way to be because you will start to realize that the world will reward you for being like that. And I always bring it back to that 1%. Yesterday, I was interviewed for a Forbes article and the woman had said to me, she was really impressed by, I guess, my drive and how many people my age would usually give up. And how did I, you know, advise other people who are maybe feeling like they don't have that passion in, in them or that drive and they want to know how to get it? You cannot go to Stop and Shop. Do you guys even have a Stop? I don't even. I'm from the East Coast, so we have Stop and Shop. You cannot go to Stop and Shop. You cannot go to Walmart. You cannot go to Whole Foods, and you cannot buy Drive. You cannot buy Hustle. What you can buy yourself is some time to figure out what your purpose is, and then from there, your mission will become whatever probably the career or the path you want to go down. It's like if I hated what I did, right? Like say tomorrow I woke up and I just I hated writing, and I hated podcasts and I hated talking to you. I wouldn't have that drive because I hated what I did, right? So the idea that everyone is so focused on the like obsession with the hustle, and I've talked about this so many times before, and the obsession with obsession with having that drive. But the thing is, why would you want to have that in you if you're not passionate about anything? To be passionate about something, you really, I think, have to be closer to finding your purpose. So if you don't feel like you have that drive inside of you or that will and want to hustle and to work hard, it's because you don't probably like what you're doing right now. So go explore, go do something that will get you closer to figuring out what you really like to do. Um, and I think from there, you'll be so much closer to figuring out and finding that drive inside of you. And I bring it back to that 1% because that's what I that's what I replied to this editor. And I said is, one, you know, 1% of people will push through and just persevere because it's so hard. I have moments every single day where I'm like, if I sit and I think about this summit, if I sit and I think about the possibility that maybe I'll never get another show again, which I stopped my brain from thinking about. But last year when I used to just funnel myself into this black hole, 
I would completely lose sight of everything else. And I would think, I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to be happy. I get really frustrated. Um, And then it's like, what if it all just ends? And now I'm not doing that anymore. I'm stopping myself from when it goes down that black hole. Even when you're successful, you're still thinking about if things are going to slow down or if there's so much competition. Like even if you're at the top, you're going to be Everyone has self-doubt. And I don't let myself go down that path anymore because I know that it's just really unhealthy. Earlier this week, I interviewed Audrey McLaughlin and her interview will air next week. And she's the founder. She's a serial entrepreneur, but she's the founder of this company called Frank and Eileen. She's the founder of this company called Grayson. And I casually, after our interview, I said, what time do you leave the office? And she was like, oh, around nine. And I was like, you leave at 9 a.m.? Like when you come in and she was like, no, I'll leave around 9 p.m. And I was like, do you have an event? Like why are you here? And we're at her beautiful, beautiful office. She's got two huge floors in this building in downtown. It's like top of the top. And she was like, well, there's so much work to do. Like, that's why I have to stay. And I was like, I'm so curious. You are at the top of your position. You are such a successful serial entrepreneur. And you're staying at this office until 9 p.m. And you won't even probably see your daughter tonight. And she was like, yeah, of course. And and like no doubt in her mind was she like going to stay there and stays there all the time till 9 p.m. to work. And that is the definition right now, right there, of an entrepreneur, of someone who's incredibly passionate because there will always be more goals. There will always be more drive inside of her. And she doesn't need – she has a huge team. She doesn't need to stay at her office until 9 p.m., but she loves what she does. And that's how we all want to be. And even though she's already at the top, she's got these huge two companies, look, she's still staying there till 9 p.m. because – No one is ever at the top. If you really think of yourself at the level you want to be at when you're at the top, then you don't want to be the person then who's waking up unhappy and is like, I'm already, I've done everything I want to do. Now what do I do? You want to be the person who's always, always striving for more and really trying to to make the world and themselves a better place. And self-care is a huge part of your mindset. Um, You know, knowing who you're surrounding yourself with. I think also being really careful about What you're putting kind of into your body and your mind, obviously, is a huge aspect. Like I, last year, I think had a lot of moments where I was just really kind of like heavily drinking socially or if I was going out or whatever. And especially in LA, it's mostly young people who are all in entertainment. No one has normal work schedules. And I'm not going to lie that a lot of these people do a lot of crazy things, whether it's substances, whether it's excessive amounts of drinking and clubbing. And there's just a lot that goes on behind the scenes in this industry. And so I find the more that I... If I'm drinking, even if it's just like wine or whatever, I just get into more of a negative mindset. So if any of you guys are obviously over the age of or 21 and older, I would be really careful about, um, you know, the amount of any type of drinking or anything whatnot that you're doing because you might not even realize that that going out and like having a really fun but long or late night with filled with alcohol and whatnot might be actually stumming you to be more anxious or depressed um and that is a huge thing that we all want to try and avoid because that's what brings on a lot of those negative thoughts so I would say that if you really are trying to shift your mindset you should be you know very vocal about if you don't want to go out or you don't want to hang out with some type of person then you don't have to tell them but don't feel like you then need to go out of your way to 
to go out that night or to hang out with that person. I like now choosing one night of the week where I'll go out and I won't go out and like drink a lot, but I'll go out and I'll be social just for, you know, to like have fun and kind of let go a little bit if I'm working a lot, which I have been a lot. And so like yesterday I went to my friend's birthday party and I like I went with my other friend and like we didn't really we didn't really drink at all honestly I just wanted to go to the party and it's actually kind of like fascinating when you go out and you're somewhere and everyone's drinking and is like you know getting wasted and you're able to just look at everyone and kind of people watch because you haven't had anything to drink and I like that mindset so much more I would way rather be tired than hungover and tired and so being careful about how much you're drinking and being careful about all of those little things even what you're eating I think could make a huge huge difference in your mindset and just the way that you want to be A few other things that I've started to do is I've started to pick up, I've always been really good at picking up on my surroundings and I'm just really good at reading people. And I've realized, and I think I might do another podcast episode on this, but it's such a specific topic. And I don't know, maybe DM me or something if you would want me to talk about this. But I've really noticed as of lately that many people are more, I want to say, self-absorbed than I've noticed in the past. Um, And don't get me wrong, I obviously have a very like small group of friends and I try and be really specific about who I hang out with. But I've just been noticing more and more that people seem to be getting more self-absorbed to the fact that where I've had so many conversations with people and I realized that I just spent an hour and a half of my time sitting there listening to you talk about yourself. And as much as that is great for you, I have shifted my mindset to now be like, if I know the person that I'm going to be with right now or get dinner with or whatever trails off into that, there's two things. I either have no fear anymore of canceling um, and, and being really careful with my time. I love being alone and I've always liked being alone and I have such a clear mindset when I'm not with anyone. And so I will now either cancel if I know it's going to go to that or I'll walk into somewhere, a dinner, like a coffee, whatever, and I'll be like, I have an hour here. I will sit, I will enjoy the conversation, but I'm very wary and and more cautious now about like where this conversation leads to. And you will maybe start to notice it too, or maybe you will even realize that you're that kind of person that just either talks a lot about themselves or sits and listens to people talk a lot about themselves. And that's a huge mindset shift too, to realize if you're not like that, like I will ask so many questions to people. It's like, I really won't sit and talk a lot about myself. And so that ends up making you kind of be a little bit, I want to say walked over. And so my new mindset is just not to to try not to be around those kind of people for too long, even if I consider them my friends, or just to put a, a time cap and also allow myself to to speak because I I hate being upset if I feel like I wasted my time and got nothing out of a conversation. And it's so important that you want to feel like you're getting value, advice, feedback from positive people around you. Um so So besides being, I think, aware of just like conversations and where they lead to, other mindset strategies that I've tried to to possess is just being more kind to myself. I don't know if this is relatable at all, but I 
get so focused and I'm so focused and I just really put my head down all the time and I forget sometimes why like I'm on this planet and it's not to necessarily work all the time and like get really frustrated and and feel so high and low. I'm here because I was given a life and we were all given a life. And even if you love your job and you're so passionate about something, you also have to take care of yourself, whether that means saying no to more, whether that means not going out on weekends and just staying home and watching TV if you're like me and you need that alone space, then make the time for it and be really um, kind to yourself when things don't go as planned because – you know, nothing ever goes as planned, even when you're at the top. And for me, there's so many things that always I learn or that I make mistakes or things screw up or I'm embarrassed. And I just like to think of everything as that learning experience. And I learn something from that. If you're not making mistakes, you're not learning anything. So I highly, highly advise you to let your mind make you make mistakes um, and, you know, rebound from them and be stronger and more sophisticated than you were prior to making that mistake because you'll look back and you'll think of how much you know and how much you learn from that experience. Even for me, after having my first experience working a quote unquote corporate job to now be wanting so heavily, you know, focused on getting another show, I had so many mistakes that I made last year. I had so many things that I just walked away from and I learned from and now I'm so clear on what I want and I know the next big opportunity that comes my way, I'm going to make a ton of mistakes too and that's going to be great because I learned so much from those mistakes. So I want all of you guys to continue to be fearless and I want you to see the value and the appeal to making mistakes because that's really how you learn. So if you can, you know, shift your mindset to when you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up. Go get a massage. Go get a a coffee or go on a nice walk and turn your cell phone off and realize that you made that mistake for the right reason and that you weren't expecting it, but you're going to grow so much from the opportunity. And it's also your your personal life too that takes a huge part of that. If you're making mistakes at your, if you had made a mistake at your job, but also if you have, you know, made a mistake in your personal life, maybe with a relationship or you said something wrong to your mom or your siblings, whatever, know that you're going to have learned from whatever happened and you need to be positive on your journey to learning about yourself because no one's perfect and no one you know, is going to do everything right. So that's kind of what I feel like I've been able to tell myself to shift my mindset. And it's it's a work in progress. That really was my only, um, you know, main personal goal for 2020 was to kind of do that mind, that mind shift uh, and not let little things affect me as much as they used to. Little things meaning like money or um, frustration or like rejection, not letting those affect me as much because it's all it's all one step closer to what I'm meant to be. So um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I've done. Besides that, um, you know, the summit is coming up in April. I've been talking with a lot of people about different shows, and I'm hoping to get one of them. But it just takes a really long time. Um, it's just kind of like a waiting game and that waiting, trust me, I, if you have ever waited for any type of opportunity or whatnot, it is the worst period of time. But again, the mindset shift helps you get through it because you realize that it's all just timing. So if you're not getting exactly what you're wanting or you're not feeling like you've had the opportunity that you want to come your way, 
patience, rejection, everything like relating to, you know, doing whatever you want to do as a dream career. It's all timing. So my friend uh, earlier this week, the girl who does my hair, but she's also my friend, she asked me, do I like, do I still get rejected? And I literally, when she said that, I was, I had just gotten an email and it was like, not interested about like a brand or something I picked for the summit. And I'm like, yeah, but now when I'm rejected, I don't like it is what it is. Sure. Sometimes it's disappointing. It can be especially disappointing if you've had multiple conversations with a company or a brand or whatever, and then it's a no. And you're kind of like, God, did I waste my time? But no, it's it's not a waste of time because you learn something. Stop thinking of things as a waste of time and start thinking of them as valuable experience towards being the best version of yourself. It may make me want to knock my head on a wall, but it is what it is. It's timing. If it's not right now, it will be in the future. And just try and remember that. Um, and for the upcoming summit, uh, stay tuned on the social media, which is at Be Fearless Summit. The full schedule has come out, which is BeFearlessSummit.org. If you want to check out who will be coming, we'll be opening the RSVP, I believe, in February. And then from there, depending on how many people at the university RSVP, we'll open it up to the public. We did that last year and it was a great turnout. So I'm very nervous about it, but also very excited uh, that this has come to fruition after months of rejection when trying to land the next one. Uh, so it's it's finally it's finally here and it's kind of around the corner. So wish me luck. I hope this inspired many of you on how to shift your mindset and on how to just be more positive and happy versions of yourself. You don't want to waste your time being in a negative space because you get nothing done when you're being negative. Um, so I love you guys. Have an awesome rest of your week. Make sure to follow the podcast and myself on social media at, at Alexa underscore Curtis. And stay tuned for Audrey's episode next week. I'm really excited for it to come out. She is so amazing and such a such a powerhouse and just really genuine, incredible, true definition of an entrepreneur. So you guys are going to love that episode. Continue to live your lives unfiltered and we'll talk next week. Bye.